Hello and welcome to this week's news. With me, Terry. And me, Paul. Did you nearly forget your name there, Terry? No, you usually go first, that's all. <laughs> I thought I'd uh, shake it up a little bit. And of course we are, no drama. Great week for sci-fi. This week, great news. More information coming out about Sonic 2. Dude, it looks awesome, man. I'll tell you what, out of all the movies this year, I'm genuinely looking forward to this one. Probably more so than anything else. I can't really think of anything else. I mean, like Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness looks good, but I think personally, it just doesn't have the same level of appeal Sonic does. And Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. Yeah, it looks so all right. I don't know. Sonic's just got more of a deeper meaning and personal meaning to me. And so in the trailers I've seen, Knuckles looks awesome. They've shown that Death Egg robot in it. I mean, there's so much stuff that you just got to love about it, you know, and it, I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah, because there was an interview with uh, Jeff Fowler, wasn't there? And he said, he didn't go into too much detail, but he certainly said that he wants to play homage to the fans and, and give some really nice Easter eggs. And we saw that from the trailer. We saw the biplane, which is mm. used on Sky Chase Zone, isn't it? Yeah. Sonic 2. And uh, when Tails rescues Sonic at the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something to really look forward to. I'm, I'm psyched about it. And we're what, we're about five weeks away, aren't we? Yeah. I'm wondering what Idris Elba will be like as Knuckles. He does sound pretty good in the trailers, though. Good. Yeah, man. He sounds awesome. And plus, Knuckles doesn't have that kind of sense of humor. He's quite serious. And Idris Elba does kind of sound very serious, doesn't he? He's got that kind of deep, angry voice, which you kind of expect of Knuckles, don't you? Yeah, 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 that's, that's a good point. So uh, so that's that's a little tidbit came out this week about about that. Also... They're all... uh... Yeah, they're announcing Sonic 3, aren't they? Yeah, as the words out of my mouth have been taken. Sonic 3 is, although that was kind of a given, really. It, it was because Sonic One was massive. The fan, you know, the build-up for Sonic Two has also been massive. So they were gonna, you know, Paramount were gonna go ahead with Sonic Three. What do you reckon about Sonic Three? One of the things I'm wondering about is what could they do? I mean, they could have Metal Sonic in it, which would be really cool. They could have Chaos. That could be quite cool. Um, if they Ray do, Ray could be in it. Huh? Ray could be in it. Hmm, interesting. I'm just saying there could be knuckle series could go into about chaos as such, but you need supersonic at the end of it, don't you? Because I think they want to put supersonic in it at some point. So either you're going to get, they could do the story of Sonic Adventure 2 for Sonic 3, possibly, if you remember, mm-hmm. which is possible, like a, an abridged version as such. Although that do you remember that scene in Sonic Adventure 2 where you got that kind of robotic space station and it blows up half the moon? Do you remember that scene? I don't remember that scene and I love that game. That was an epic scene. I remember that. No. Whoops. But it blows up half the moon. Yeah, I wonder if they would do that. 
because they, they were establishing certain things like gun and such in the game. And that was in Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2. So that's certainly interesting. Hmm, yeah, yeah. So Sonic 3 of, uh, is being released. So m- moving on to uh, Star Wars news, uh, which is interesting. There's going to be a new live action TV series for Disney Plus, of course. That's not a shock. But it's going to be more dedicated to the younger audience, kind of in a similar vein to Star Trek Prodigy. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I've not really heard too much about this. So, can you elaborate? There's not much on it at the moment, but it isn't a surprise to me. But they're trying to cover all the bases. And this Disney Plus, obviously, being you know, also wanted to focus on children, having a TV show would make more sense as well. So, it all makes sense. And so, that's another part of star wars that they they no doubt gonna ruin interesting it might be in a similar vein to the clone wars but because the clone wars yeah yeah it was all right that was quite good actually that's quite some adult themes in it though Um, yeah maybe a a slightly less one anyway quickly moving on from that to uh star trek news and there's more and more people getting behind wharf getting his own series Captain Wharf. Mm, what would you think then? I don't want to see Captain Wharf. I saw Captain Wharf. Do you remember his first contact when he was captain of the uh, Defiant? And it got blow, it got like trashed, and then he got brought onto the Enterprise and they went back in time. Wharf sucks as a captain. Wait a minute, he was captain of the Defiant in the uh, D- DS9 series, wasn't he? That was Cisco. Oh, okay. No, I thought. Cisco was in charge of the DS9. Uh, and Cisco was also captain of this. No, no, he was always captain. Uh, Cisco, yeah. So, yeah, whenever the Defiant went out, it was it was always like, Wolf sometimes was in charge, but then again, so was Kira. But, uh, oh. yeah, no, yeah. I always thought that uh, Wolf, it was Wolf's ship. Yeah, he used to sleep on it in some weird way. <laughs> like a massive space station. He decides to sleep on the ship. Such an idiot. Okay. Anywho, <laughs> but it would be it would be interesting. I mean, Star Trek Wharf. That'd be weird. I don't know. It'd be a weird one. They could do another war between Klingons and Federation because they did allude to that in the uh, Next Generation series. I think that timeline is being cut though, hasn't it? Because Kelvin. Yeah. Not no not the Kel not just the Kelvin, but the other. Uh, other timeline where the original timeline there was Riker and uh, Worf were more hated each other in the future. Yeah, because of Diana's death. Yeah, yeah, it would be interesting. Uh, it'd be interesting, I guess, to see a um, sort of a Klingon-centered TV series. But the problem is, Discovery butchered the Klingons. They yeah, that was awful. Made them. Cl- Made even cannibals as such, didn't they? And it was horrible. Yeah. Was really... Dude, I, I don't was know not what happy was... with that. I don't know what was going through their heads and making Discovery, but man, they must have been taking a lot of weird stuff. Yeah, I, I, especially weird stuff considering, like, season one was <laughs> completely translated into Klingon. 
Interesting. And yeah. if you go on Netflix and watch season one, you can like watch Klingon, all in Klingon. It's horrible. Kind of mm. cool. What? Weird. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, on the Star Wars and Star Trek front, I was reading an interesting article. I don't know what, what you think about this. On Star Wars and Star Trek. Um, and I'll just read you some snippets and let, let you take it, t- take a brief look at this. So it's, it says here, it's talking about how Star Trek is in a better position than Star Wars to move forward. And it says, Paramount has finally worked out how fortunate it is to have a film series that could easily be at the beginning of its run rather than at the end. The genius of J.J. Abrams' 2009 Star Trek was that it completely rebooted the timeline, giving the series permission to go in any direction it saw fit. If Kirk and co wanted their next adventure to be a psychedelic journey or a home planet of the Tribbles, they could do that. By comparison, Star Wars, the the possibilities are endless. Abrams himself managed to foul up the most recent Star Wars film, largely because he couldn't work out how to make it interesting without cannibalizing all the good stuff from George Lucas's original trilogy despite that tale having already been told. From a storytelling point of view, Star Trek finds itself in a much better place, with its main participants conceivably right at the beginning of their adventures. And to end up in anything like such a positive position, Star Wars would have to completely recast Luke Skywalker, Han Solo and Princess Leia and find them something to do other than defeat Darth Vader and blow up various Death Stars. Hmm. Interesting. I've made some response. Valid, I've made some valid points, but they also said that JJ uh, uh, Abrams is a genius for rebooting Star, uh, Star Trek, which I'm pretty sure you agree with me on the Kelvin timeline. Um, I, I, I agree that these idiots, I, I tell you what, man, this is a quote from The Guardian, and I love The Guardian, man. This is really good journalism, but they clearly haven't watched Into Darkness. <laughs> Yeah, that's an awful movie, man. I thought I was going on there, but generally speaking, yeah, I, I see where they're coming from, apart from the uh, amazing Star Trek reboot. <clears throat> Thing is, a kicker though, I haven't watched Enterprise either. You've never watched Enterprise? What? They have. They haven't watched Enterprise either. Oh, dude, Enterprise is awesome. That's what I mean. There's so much story going on from the Enterprise series that they could do, you know, and building up more of the lore. Can they? But how do you how do you feel about what they said about the reboot with Luke Skywalker? I mean, recasting Luke, Han, and Princess Leia, for example. For one thing, leave the original trilogy alone. Yeah, simple as. That's what I would say. But that's. But that's a bit of a silly statement because Star Wars has got like 20,000 years of Star Wars lore. You can go into like the beginning of the Jedi, Old Republic era. You can tell virtually any Star Wars story you like and actually get make interesting characters from scratch and make them really good. They did that with the Old Republic with Darth Revan. If that was a really good story, there was no ties to the original trilogy whatsoever. So what happens? They did a whole fresh story and everyone 
who love Star Wars can agree with me that, hey, the old Knights of the Old Republic is one of the best Star Wars games ever made and one of the best storylines in Star Wars. So they could do Star Wars in the future, you know? Well, well what, do you feel about, stuff. what do you feel about this comment? This is the, the, the final comment of the article. It says, meanwhile, the Star Wars franchise, despite the brilliant Mandalorian, continues to underestimate fans' appetite for fresh stories set a long time ago in that galaxy far, far away. The book of Boba Fett is just the latest example of producers dredging up characters that should have been left to get digested by the Sarlacc. Okay. I'm going to be somewhat neutral. The the book of Boba Fett... The book of Boba Fett series isn't bad it isn't as as good as the mandalorian and some of the best episodes were had the mandalorian in it and the ones with luke skywalker in it yes but i still think i like what they did and i'm still thinking yeah it's still pretty good at least they go with the mandalorian and boba fett series these are people that know Star Wars and they are taking the law in new directions. So, yeah, they don't get it all right all the time, but I still think they're still doing a better job than the uh, much maligned sequel trilogy, which was absolute trash fire. But, yeah, so everyone's... But, but Boba Fett has been slammed by a lot of people, including fans. I agree, I agree that there are reasonable, there are good criticisms about it. Because Boba Fett was more or less a, an silent antagonist, I think they should have put they should have brought in a younger Han Solo in, you know, as an antagonist or something like that. It would have been much more interesting that kind of dynamic. They could have brought in a bigger sign crime syndicates like the Black Sun organization, things like that. There were just a lot of things that you could do with the Boba Fett series that they didn't. But yeah, I'm just being reasonable and just saying. They could have done a lot of things with it, you know. I did. There was a lot of things I did like. Moving on from this article, uh, because the article is based on the new Star Trek movie, has been officially announced for the end of next year. It's a tight timeline because they're talking about starting um, (laughs) filming, you know, the end of this year. So I don't know whether it'll actually make its first original air date, but a new Star Trek movie is coming. Uh, with the original with the original reboot cast which it, to be honest if it's like beyond yeah, beyond was a good movie i like beyond yeah i did as well i didn't think it was too bad though there were a couple of pointless scenes in there i'll say that but yeah yeah you know and, what and it was talking it, about yeah and it was kind of just it, it there was a lot of plot holes you know, it didn't add anything to the Star Trek universe. It was just a standalone movie, but it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. Hmm. What they need to do is somehow tie in an interesting event within the original Star Trek universe. Something like uh, the Dominion Wars, like you say, something about the Klingons, something to get the original fans interested in. Because this reboot, a lot of hate is coming on JJ for it. I, I, to be fair, most of it is from me. But still, there's a lot of hate. Mm, fair enough. You'll have, to, you'll have to wait and see, really. 
So what can you what can you say? You have to wait and see what the story is and actually find it concrete. What the story is, what's going on, you know, synopsis wise. Only then can you really get excited about it. I mean, I don't think J.J. Abrams is at the helm for the next Star Trek movie, is he? Uh, he's producing it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I see. Yeah, so, but blessings as blessings go, at least there's no sign of Clint, Quint, uh, Quentin Tarantino's Star Trek. There's not, that's, that's not creeping it, its head up. I think that was quintessentially un-Star Trek, wouldn't it? Oh, man. Discovery and Picard are bad enough. It's supposed to be a family-friendly show. And they've really gone, for some reason, why put swearing in Star Trek? It doesn't make any sense. Just for the sake of argument, though, if Tarantino wanted to do a, a sci-fi franchise, I would actually say him going with Star Trek ship troopers, because that's much more up his alley, you know? Yeah, yeah, to be honest, that was, yeah. Anyway, so that's this week's news, unless you got anything to add, Terry? Not really. That's this week's news. <laughs>